Good day, all. Welcome to another season of Learning Bible Truth Ministries. I am the founder, host, and teacher, your one and only Dr. Kamla D. Here to teach you Bible truth, to help you grow in faith and learn how to walk in God's amazing grace by teaching Bible truth, not my truth, Bible truth. Here we read scriptures that contain God's word. Remember to pray and ask God for understanding. Put your learning hats on, get your Bibles, invite family and friends, take notes, and let's learn Bible truth. Good day, saints. Today is Sunday. It is April the 23rd of the year 2023. I know I am starting late today. Thank you for joining me anyway. I am Dr. Kamla D. I am the host and founder and president and teacher of Learning Bible Truth Ministries. Hallelujah. Uh, welcome. Um, new listeners, uh, thank you for following and joining Learning Bible Truth Ministries. Um, for those of you who want to know, uh, you know, at, in, in November of 2022, I mentioned that um, we were just reaching 8,000. Now we are over 9,000, 9,000 followers. To God be all the glory. You know, it's his ministry that he's entrusting me with. And um, we are going to get this truth on the road. Now, I know last week I ended with uh, Dr. Fred K. Price Jr. I shared uh, one of his episodes uh, of a series that he was teaching on exposing idolatry in the church, the pursuit of holiness, exposing idolatry in the church. And when it ended, I knew it ended with a bang and that you guys who listened probably wanted to hear the next episode. And I told you that I may share it or I might share it, or I will um, share an episode that I had been working on and had concluded. Um, I could not find his next episode. Now that doesn't mean I won't be able to find it. I just, I, I couldn't find it um, on the day that I looked for it because I had every intentions on sharing it. And I promise you, I will find it. And for those of you who want to purchase it, you can go on the Ever Increasing Faith uh, website in, in the store section and type in, um, the pursuit of holiness, exposing idolatry in the church and buy the whole series. But today I have a, a very powerful message that, uh, that God put on my heart to share a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, I finally got all my notes together and, and all the scriptures together and said, I will share it today. And I know I'm starting late today. I typically start early, either early or Saturday morning or Sunday morning before I leave out of here and go to church. But um, I had a busy weekend. I, I had to leave out of here early Saturday and came home Saturday evening and, and um, didn't feel like sharing the episode. But I knew I still had Sunday coming and I said I, I will share it today. So with that said, you can get your Bibles, um, get your pen and paper so that you can take notes. And go to Luke chapter 21, Luke chapter 21. And while you are looking for Luke chapter 21, I am reading from the LSB. I don't know if any of you ever heard of that uh, version of the Bible, the Legacy Standard Bible. It is one of the most accurate Bibles on the planet. 
as it relates to the original scriptures, which is written in Hebrew, Greek, and Arabic, and some in Latin. But uh, the LSB is, is known to be one of the most accurate versions of the Bible. And I decided to uh, teach from that today. I'm always reading from it. And the reason why I share which version of the Bible that I'm reading from is because some of you, as a matter of fact, I can just about guarantee you that a lot of you are not reading from the same version that I am. It doesn't matter even if I'm reading from the New King James, the NIV, the ESV, the NASB, but the majority of you probably have another version. But in the end, as long as you are following me while I read these scriptures, we will be in the same place. So if you are in Luke chapter 21, I will be reading 11 scriptures starting from verse 25. Now I will mention the title of this episode after we read these scriptures. Now you probably already know the title of this episode because if you are following me on the podcast and you clicked on it, you already saw the title, but I am choosing to read the title after I read these scriptures. So beginning at verse 25, Luke chapter 21, it says, and there will be signs in sun and moon and stars and on the earth anguish among nations in perplexity at the roaring of the sea and the waves. Verse 26 says men fainting from fear and the expectation of the things which are coming upon the world for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Verse 27 and then they will see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Verse 28. But when these things begin to take place, straighten up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Verse 29 and 30 says, then he told them a parable. This is the Lord Jesus talking to his disciples. Behold, the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they put forth leaves and you see it for yourselves, know that summer is now near. Verse 31 and 33 says, So you also, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I say to you, and this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. That was 31 and 32. Verse 33 says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Verses 34, 35, and 36 says, but be on guard so that your hearts will not be overcome with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of life. And that day will not come on you suddenly like a trap. Remember, Jesus just said, and that day will not come on you suddenly like a trap. Verse 35, for it will come upon all those who inhabit the face of all the earth. And finally, verse 36 says, but keep on the alert at all times, praying earnestly 
that you may have strength to escape all these things that are about to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. My goodness. Now, the name of this episode is The Return of Christ Cannot Be Duplicated. And I need to say that again. The return of Christ cannot be duplicated. So why are people falling for these false Christs that have been appearing throughout the years? Make no mistake about it. They are false. Jesus lists certain things that will happen, not might happen, that will take place just before his return. So what we are going to do is, is, is take an in-depth look at the statements that Jesus made all the way through verse 36. So if you will kindly trot on over to Matthew 24, and I will be reading verses 24 through 27, and I'm still reading from the LSB, the Legacy Standard Bible, one of the most accurate Bibles on the planet, saints. Trust me. Verse 24, and remember, you can pause the tape when you find the scriptures, Matthew 24, you can press play and we will be on the same page. You have the option to do that. Isn't modern technology wonderful? I will be reading verses 24 through 27. 24 says, and this is Jesus talking, for false Christ and false prophets will arise and will show great signs and wonders so as to deceive, if possible, even the elect or the chosen may be in your version of the Bible. Verse 25 and 26 says, Behold, I have told you in advance. Therefore, if they say to you, Behold, he is in the wilderness, do not go out there. Or, Behold, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe them. And finally, verse 27 says, for just as the lightning comes from the east and appears even to the west, so will the coming of the son of man be. Saints, the return of Christ cannot be duplicated, cannot be duplicated. Now the Messiah will not come secretly to a select group and, and stay hidden from public view. Uh-uh. Rather, he will appear like a flash of lightning, sudden and visible to all on the planet Earth. To all, not a select few, to all. The return of Christ is a literal event in which Christ will come in the same way that the disciples saw him ascend into heaven recorded back in Acts chapter 1 verse 11. Write it down, read it, saints. Read it. Now let's look at these events now. Let's look at these events. When Jesus was talking about the sun, the moon, and the stars, he was talking about Isaiah the prophet. Remember, these prophets in the Old Testament prophesied about the coming of the Messiah. They prophesied about his first coming and then his second coming. And one of the reasons why the religious sector or the religious leaders in Israel, the Jews didn't accept Christ because they didn't understand that the Christ had to come twice. First, he came to seek and save 
the lost sheep of the house of Israel and to die for the sins of the world. They didn't understand that part. They only understood the second coming of the Christ when he would come and set up his kingdom. But they didn't even realize that certain events had to take place just before the second coming. So a lot of false Christs arise and, and they are still arising and they arose back then and they are still here today. And I'm going to go through at least 20 of them that I researched out, uh, out of hundreds. And I'm going to list 20 of them that you guys may be familiar with. And if you're not familiar with some of them, you will be familiar with them today. They are false Christ. So the reason why I, I entitled this, the return of Christ cannot be duplicated is because these events haven't taken place yet. So you cannot be believing these people when they come out of the woodwork talking about they are the Messiah and people flocking all over the world to go see in this, in this little, in this chosen spot. No, Jesus said, everybody going to see me when I come. Everybody. It's not going to be a select few people. It's going to be a literal event. I cannot say that enough. And Christ will come in the same way that his disciples saw him ascend up into heaven. Read it in Acts uh, chapter one, verse 11. So let's talk about the sun, the moon, and the stars. Now, Isaiah chapter 13, you don't have to go there, but you can if you want to, because I'm going to be reading from the NIV and it's in reference to Luke 25. Isaiah chapter 13, verses 10 and 11. And I am reading, this is from the NIV. For the stars of the heavens and their constellations will not give their light. This, in re this is in reference to the stars when Jesus said they will be affected. The sun will be dark at its rising and the moon will not shed its light. And verse 11 says, I will punish. This is the prophet Isaiah speaking on behalf of God. I will punish the world for its evil and the wicked for their iniquity. I will put an end to the pride of the arrogant and lay low the insolence of tyrants. My God, number one, we are still here. God's elect. We won't be here. We will be caught up in the clouds with the Lord. It's called the rapture when all of these things take place. So the fact that we are still here, we know this event hasn't taken place yet. Because when God chooses the time he's coming to punish the world for its evil, that's the day of judgment. We won't be here. That's why it's called salvation. What are we being saved from? We are being saved from the wrath to come. We are being saved from the evil. We are being saved from the wicked that's going to be punished for their iniquity. Yeah. So we know this hasn't taken place yet. Now let's look at uh, some more scriptures. Now, in reference to verses 26 and 27, it's referring to Matthew 29, verses 29 and 31, where Jesus is talking in, in um, the gospel, excuse me, according to Matthew, and I'm, I'm reading from the Legacy Standard Bible. So listen to what Jesus says in Matthew, verse, verse 29, but immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened. He's repeating what the prophet Isaiah said. And the moon will not give its light. And the stars will fall from the sky. And the powers of the heavens will be shaken. That's an event that man can't duplicate. Okay, saints? Now, they may be able to create a movie 
and, and, and use special effects, but man can't duplicate this in our skies. Can't do it. Verse 30 says, and then the sign of the son of man will appear in the sky. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the son of man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. Verse 31 says, and he will send forth his angels with a great trumpet and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of the sky to the other. Gather up his elect. That's us. That's us saying, see, we won't be present. So all the bad things that you are seeing happening today, that's just a part of iniquity increasing. We are not in those times yet. Oh, no, 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 no. Because we will be gone. We will be gathered up in the air by the Lord's angels. That hasn't happened yet. This, my brothers and sisters, cannot be duplicated. Now, the Apostle John says in, in 1 John 4, 3, he says this, and this is the New King James Version. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist for which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. Now this is talking about his first coming. Do you know that they have false Christ appearing now saying this is the first coming of Jesus? Yeah, it's the, it's, it's the first coming. Now here's the thing. They're not virgin born. They weren't born in a manger. Their mother and father had sex. After nine months, they were born in a hospital. So how are they the Christ? An angel didn't appear to their mother and father. The mother and father never said their child was the Messiah. That's these nutcases saying they are. Look, 1 John 4, 3. This is talking about the first coming because they had false teachers back then that were telling the Jews that they were the Christ and that the Christ or the Messiah had not come yet. This is why John wrote this. He says, and every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. He's warning us, telling us not to listen to these false teachers. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist. Anyone who says that Jesus Christ have not come in the flesh already, his first coming is the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming from Jesus. That's what they're saying. You heard this already. Jesus warned us that they were coming. And is now already in the world. He didn't just say was there with them. He said in the world. And they are still here. Now verses 28 and 29 of Mark is referring to Psalms. Yeah, the Psalm of David. These are songs as well. Verse 7 says, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. And verse eight just repeats verse seven and be lifted up. O ancient doors that the king of glory may come in. He's talking about coming from the clouds. This my saints cannot be duplicated. It cannot be duplicated. Now verse 29 is talking about us recognizing the coming of, of spring by the greening of the trees. We know spring is coming when, when the trees start turning green and the leaves start turning green. So we can anticipate the coming of the kingdom of God when we see the signs that Jesus talked about. Verse 32 is talking about those who witness these signs will be present when Jesus returns. Yeah, we will be present. And verse 34 is talking about 
you know, so, so, so we should not be scared or shocked. We should be actually filled with joy. We shouldn't be shocked at these signs. We should not be scared. Non-believers will be terrified because they don't have the spirit of God in them. They're not saved. See, we're saved. We're saved by grace through faith. So we need to have faith in these scriptures. We need to have faith in what Jesus said. So we should not be scared. We should not be shocked. We should be happy. We should be filled with joy. I can't say that enough. And what was verse 35 talking about? Now, Jesus, his, his second coming will be seen by the whole world. You know, not a select few. I've said this already. Like the destruction of Jerusalem in AD 70, which was also a sign spoken of by Jesus in Luke 21, 24. You guys can go there and read it and read about that. The destruction of Jerusalem in AD 70 already took place. You got to remember Bible prophecy is still unfolding today. The destruction of Jerusalem back in AD 70 has already taken place. And that was one of the signs. Mm -hmm. Remember a thousand years is like a day to God. So we need to keep in mind that Bible prophecy is still being fulfilled and we need to watch because the rapture takes place first. We'll be gone out of here. Oh yes. In one second. Now, since the return of the Lord cannot be duplicated, I want you to tell me why people are accepting everyone who says they are the Messiah or the Christ. Why? Or, or, or they are the first coming of the Christ, but, but, but they weren't no virgin born. No, uh, uh, they were not virgin born. Their mother and father, like I said a few minutes ago, they had sex. They were born in a hospital, not a manger. That's how they were born. So they were not the Christ. Okay. Now I'll tell you why. It's because they don't know Bible prophecy. That's why people are believing everything. These people popping up all around the country saying they, they the Messiah. People are believing them because they don't know Bible prophecy. They don't know scriptures. These scriptures about the coming of the Messiah are recorded in the New Testament and the Old Testament by the prophets of old and the words of Jesus in the New Testament. Now we just read them. We just read them. Jesus warned us, don't believe them. If they say he's over there in the rooms, don't go see him. If they say he's over there, if he's in a desert, if he's over here in Miami, if he's in Disney World, he's in the bathroom, he's at the lake, don't go. Please don't go. Don't pack your bags and go. That's not him. So let's take a look at some of these stories about the false Christ. Oh, we're getting ready to get into it, saints. I did my research. Now, the story of Waco, Texas, uh, the, the Branch Davidians is streaming right now on Netflix. Uh-huh. It's about David Koresh, who said he was the Messiah. He was the Lord. He was the head of the house of King David. He was born Vernon Wayne Howell in 1959. He joined the Branch Division in 1981. He got into a power struggle. See, that's the, that's the whole thing about religion. People want to be over somebody. They want to rule over people and, and be God over people. That's why religion segregates and religion destroys people. He got into a power struggle with the leader of the Davidian of the cult of George Roden. In 1990, David became the leader of the Davidians and people believed him and died with him on April 19 in 1993. Now, I want you to tell me where in the Bible 
did it say the Messiah would get into a shootout with the FBI and will be burned up at a compound in Waco, Texas? Tell me. Now, it was a 51-day standoff that started on February the 28th and ended on April 19, 1993. Those people died a horrible death following that fool, that F-O-O-L. And for those of you who don't know, the branch, he changed the name from Davidians to Dravidians regarding his name, David, because he's supposed to be the head of, of King David's kingdom. Okay. Was a sect from the seven day Adventist church. They broke off from the seven day Adventist religion. Okay. That was, that was founded. Seven day Adventist was founded in 1934 by a Bulgarian immigrant named Victor Hotep. Uh-huh. I may be mispronouncing his name, but it's spelled H-O-U-T-E-F-F. -F. He founded that whole religion. Seven-day Adventist. That's where David Koresh come from. Okay, now we all know Jim Jones. Jim Jones was another false messiah. He was the leader of the People's Temple, which was a cult. Over 1,000 people followed him to Guyana back on November 18, 1978. It's called the Jonestown Massacre. A few hundred were lucky to escape. Now, this was after they realized he was a nutcase. He was not the Messiah, of course. People who know the Bible, who know Old Testament scripture and New Testament scripture about Jesus would have known that this fool was not the Messiah. They had one U.S. congressman and three journalists that were shot and killed while trying to leave Guyana. Now, 80 members survived that day. 80 members. Now, this nutcase led 900 people to commit suicide. Now, people are gullible and people are naive. And they were naive back then and today. In every sense of the word, naive and gullible. Now, they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. Like what the Apostle Paul was telling the church at Rome that his prayer for Israel was that they be, that they might be saved because they had a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. They were creating their own righteousness. They were creating their own way to get to God and going out, trying to go outside of Christ. It ain't gonna happen, saints. It ain't gonna happen. If you try to go outside of Christ, that's when you can be deceived. The issue is people are ignorant of Bible prophecy. That's the whole problem. People are ignorant of Bible prophecy. Now, let's look at some more. We are getting ready to look at 18. I pulled 18 uh, during my study of false Christ who claimed that they, they were the Messiah. Uh-huh. Hundreds of years ago, all the way up until 2022. They even have a couple of females in here claiming to be the reincarnation of Christ. Unbelievable. And people are following them. Listen, people are following them. The return of Christ cannot be duplicated. Now let's look at this, this one. I already mentioned David Koresh and, and, and Jim Jones. Now let's look at Rise Evans. Okay, Rise Evans between 1607 and 1660. He later renamed himself Arise Evans. He was a Welsh prophet who traveled to London to spread his premonitions. He was arrested and imprisoned around 1650 at Newgate Prison for impersonating Christ. 
He said he was the Messiah and he ended up in jail. Where in Bible prophecy did it say that was going to happen? I'll wait. Okay, let's move to the next one. Now, some of these names are going to be hard to pronounce because let me tell you, people from every ethnicity is going to claim they are the Christ. And I'm getting ready to read off this one. His name was Kondraty Sylvanovic. Of course, he's from Russia. Between 1730 and 1832. Now, he was the founder and leader of the Skopsky. It's a sect in the Russian Empire back in 18th century. He claimed to be the Messiah. Uh-huh. Anne Lee, our first female. Between 1736 and 1784, she was the founder and leader of the Shakers. This was a religion she created. It was called the Shakers. Lee's followers referred to her as the mother, believing that she was the female incarnation of Christ on earth. That was back in the 19th century. Uh-huh. She was the reincarnation of Christ. So when did the Bible prophecy say that the Christ was going to return as a female? I'll wait. Now the next one, Mirza Gollum Ahmad. Between 1799 and 1838, a Cornish merchant and politician claimed to be the savior of the world and the reincarnation of Jesus Christ back in 1834. He was killed during a confrontation with government soldiers at the Battle of Bossidon Wood back in May 31st, 1838 near Kent Hernhill. Uh-huh. He claimed to be the Messiah. Now, back uh, between 1804 and 1872, we have Arnold Potter. Arnold Potter. He was a member of the Schismatic Latter-day Saints. He was a leader. He claimed that the spirit of Jesus Christ entered into his body and he became Potter Christ. Son of the living God. I can't make this up, saints. I can't make this up. I did my research. Took me two weeks. I did my research. He died in an attempt to ascend into heaven. Listen to this nutcase. By jumping off a cliff, his body was later retrieved and buried by his followers. Period. His body was later retrieved and buried by his followers. The return of Christ cannot be duplicated, saints. Now, who we have here? The next one, between 1817 and 1892, we have Baha'u'llah. He was born a Shiite. He was adopted Babism later in um, 1884. He claimed to be the prophesied fulfillment and promised one of major religions. He didn't just, just claim to be the one from uh, one religion. He claimed to be the promised one of major religions, including Hinduism, Judaism, I don't even know how to pronounce this one, Zoroastrianism, and Buddhism, Christianity, and Islam. Buddhism, Christianity, and Islam, Judaism, and Hinduism. He claimed to be the promised one for all of those. <laughs> he founded what we call the Baha faith. You may have heard of it, the Baha faith in 1863. Now, the Baha's believe that the fulfillment of the prophecies of the second coming of Jesus, as well as the prophecies of the fifth Buddha, the Maitreya, and many other religious prophecies 
were begun by the Bab in 1844, then by Bahala. Now they commonly compare the fulfillment of Christian prophecies to Jesus's fulfillment of Jewish prophecies, where in both cases, people were expecting the literal fulfillment of the apocalyptic statements. Uh-huh. He claimed to be the Messiah too. Unbelievable. Now we have back in 1833 to 1906, William W. Davies, William W. Davies. He was a leader of the Latter-day Saints um, schematic group called the Kingdom of Heaven located in Walla Walla, Washington from 1867 to 1801. He taught his followers that he was the, the Archangel Michael who had previously lived as the biblical Adam, the biblical Abraham and David, when his son Arthur was born on February the 11th of 1868, Davis declared that the infant was the reincarnated Jesus Christ, that his son, yeah, his son back in 1868. Now Jesus left here over 2000 years ago, back in 1868 was the reincarnation of Jesus. His son was the Messiah. So when Davis second son was born, now get ready for this one. David was born in 1869. He was declared to be God, the father himself, his second son. Uh-huh. Okay. Now let's look at this next one. His name was Mirza Ghulam Ahmad of Kwadian, India, uh, Kwadian, India, if that's how you pronounce it, between 1835 and 1908, he claimed to be the awaited Mahdi as well as the second coming and likeness of Jesus, the promised Messiah at the end of time. He claimed to be Jesus in the metaphorical sense, in, 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 in other words, in character. He founded the Ahmadiyya movement in 1889, envisioning it to be the rejuvenation of Islam and claimed to be commissioned by God for the reformation of humankind. Unbelievable. He was an American physician, that's scary saints, he claimed to be the incarnation of Jesus Christ and to have obtained knowledge regarding the, the hollow earth theory, if you are familiar with that, presenting a, a cosmological model having the earth as an inverted sphere and the remaining universe located within that sphere. Unbelievable. Now, now we have Carl Brownie. Carl Brownie. Between 1849 and 1914, he was an American activist and leader of the Coexis Army protest movement. He claimed to be the partial reincarnation of Jesus. So when did the Bible prophesy that Jesus was going to be uh, uh, a partial reincarnation and that he was going to come and his name was going to be Carl Brownie? When? I, I'm just saying it's out there, saints. And now we have Apollo Quibali back in 1950. He is the founder and leader of the Philippines-based Restorationist. It's called the Restorationist Church, the Kingdom of Jesus Christ, the name above every name, Incorporated. He has made claims that he is the appointed son of God, that he is the anointed one and that he is the Messiah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now we have Alan John Miller. Back in 1962, 
Now, this is the year, the years I was born back in 1962. Now, he is commonly known as A.J. Miller, A.J. Miller, but his name is Alan John Miller. He is a former Jehovah's Witness elder and current leader of the Australian based Divine Truth Movement. Miller claims to be Jesus Christ reincarnated. He's the Messiah now with others in the 20th century to spread messages that he calls the divine truth. He delivers these messages in seminars and, and various forms of media, along with, with his current partner, Mary Suzanne. Her name is Mary Suzanne Luck. That's his partner who identifies herself as the return of Mary Magdalene. She ain't even say Jesus mother, Mary. She says she's the, uh, she is re the reincarnate of Mary Magdalene. It's out there, saints. Now we have David Shaler. Back in 1965, he is a former M-15 officer and whistleblower who in the summer of 2007, now we're in the 2000s, 2007, proclaimed himself to be the Messiah. So he's the Christ. Okay. He has released a series of videos on YouTube claiming to be Jesus. Now, although he is not built up any noticeable following since his claims, he said that he is the Messiah. Okay, let's do, let's do a couple of more. Maurice Clemens between 1972 and, and, and 2009, he was an American felon responsible for the 2009 murder of four police officers in Washington state. He referred to himself in May 2009 as Jesus Christ, the, 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 the anointed one, the son of God, the Messiah. Uh-huh. He killed four police officers in Washington state. Now let's move to the next one. Oscar Romero Ortega Hernandez back in 1990. Uh-huh. Now in November 2011, he fired nine shots with a Romanian cougar. SA semi-automatic rifle at the White House in Washington, D.C., believing himself to be Jesus Christ, he was sent to kill U.S. President Barack Obama, whom he believed to be the Antichrist. Unbelievable. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Barack Obama and his wife, Michelle Obama, are Christians. They believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. For those of you who don't know, you can forget the name. His, his name is Barack Hussein Obama, but he's a Christian. He's my brother in Christ. Forget the presidency. He's my, my, my brother in Christ. Now let's move to the next one. Todd Kinkinen. Uh-huh. His name is Todd Kinkinen. 1981, he was a former head of the South Carolina Republican Party. He was arrested in 2018 for killing and mutilating his mother's dog. Not, I'm not shocked at all. He claimed to police that he was the second coming of Jesus Christ. And that God had told him to do it because every 1000 years, there needs to be a sacrifice and blood must be spilled. That's what he told the police. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Some of these people suffer from mental illness, those saints. And it's not funny. Now we have Gabby Hanna. Gabby Hanna back in 1991. Gabby Hanna was an American internet personality and singer songwriter. She went on a multi-post rant on TikTok in August of 2022. 
Do you guys realize that that wasn't even a year ago? We haven't even reached August of 2023. She went on a TikTok rant in August 22, claiming to be the second coming of Jesus. People believed her. That's what's scary to me. See, I know they got false nutcases out here, but the people that believe and follow these people is what's baffling to me. That's what concerns me. Now we have Ezra Miller, 1992, a non-binary American actor who allegedly referred to herself as Jesus. She referred to herself as Jesus. She referred to herself as the devil and a Messiah to Native Americans and later claimed to be seeking mental help for that reason. Are you shocked? At least she was seeking help. A at least that, saints. We got to give her that. Now, in Islam, his name is Jesus. Okay. In Islam, he is held to have been a prophet and the Messiah sent to the Israelites who will return to earth at the end of times along with the Mahdi. And if you are Muslim listening, you know who the Mahdi is and defeat Al Messiah at the jail. That's how I'm pronouncing this. Now the false Messiah. Okay. He's saying that Al Messiah at the jail, the false Messiah here, here, here we have a false Messiah accusing somebody else of being a false messiah. In Ahmadiyya theology, these prophecies concerning the Mahdi and the second coming of Jesus are believed to have been fulfilled in Mirza Gala Ahmad in 1835, um, between 1835 and 1908. Now the founder of the Ahmadiyya movement believes that the terms Messiah and Mahdi are synonymous. They are believed to be one and the same. Now, I want y'all to tell me where in the Bible is the Messiah also named the Mahdi. It's nowhere in Bible prophecy. It's nowhere in Bible history. Nowhere, saints. Now, I could have gone on and on because there are thousands of these false messiahs out there. And I'm here to tell you that the return of Christ cannot be duplicated. It cannot be duplicated, honey. Man can make movies. They can make Star Wars. They can use all these special effects, but baby, they cannot create the second coming of, of Christ opening up the skies with his angels going from every end of the earth, collecting God's elect. Cause we have sisters and brothers in Christ throughout this entire world. And we will not be here for the judgment. We will be saved from the wrath to come. And I'm going to close this out with one last scripture. Well, it's going to be three scriptures. I want you to go to Acts chapter four, Acts chapter four, and I will be reading verses 10 through 12. And I want you to remember this. Jesus Christ already came in the flesh the first time. He has not returned the second time because we all would know it. Trust me. You ain't going to hear from your next door neighbor saying she, she had took a trip to India and they saw the Christ. No, sweetie. No, you didn't see him. Because everybody will know when Jesus returns. It will not be revealed to a select group of people. Jesus said it himself, saints. Go back and listen to this episode and follow those scriptures. It will be shown to the whole world. Now, I will be reading verses 10 through 12, and I'm still reading from the LSB. These are the apostles talking to non-believers after they healed someone in the name of Jesus. Listen to Peter. 
Verse 10 says, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by this name, this man stands here before you in good health. They had just healed him in the name of Jesus. Verse 11 says, he is the stone which was rejected by you. Who is he? Jesus. Jesus is the stone who was rejected by you, the builders, but which became the chief cornerstone. Jesus is the cornerstone of the whole building that holds the building together. And finally, verse 12 says, hallelujah. And there is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved. That name is Jesus. And he has not returned a second time. Not yet. I hope you enjoyed this episode, saints. Walk in love. Share this episode. If this is your first time listening, hit the follow button so that you will know each time we upload a new episode. And until next week, saints, peace out. I hope you were blessed by this message. If you have any questions or comments about this particular episode or any previous episodes, please send your comments or questions to talkingbibletruth.cd at gmail.com. And if you would like to support this podcast financially, because it has been a blessing to you, go to one of my five podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Radio Public, and contribute an amount of your choice. Or you can send your seed to me via Cash App, dollar sign, Dr. Kamala D. That's dollar sign, capital D, lowercase r, capital C, lowercase a-m-a-l-e, capital D. Anything you choose to send will be greatly appreciated. Now until next time, saints, remember that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We walk by faith, not by sight. I am your host, Dr. Kamala D, rightly dividing the word of truth in peace and love. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope to see you next time.